War Eagle, this is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 20. Doesn't seem like we've been doing this longer. I mean, 20 sounds like a good round, semi-high number, but it seems like I've done this a lot. Anyway, uh, today is August 23rd, and we are 13 days from the first game of the 2015 season, the first Auburn game. Um, real quick, Sean White, that's... Sean White and T.J. Davis. T.J. Davis used to be number 28. He moved to 13 this year uh, because Trey Matthews became number 28. And T.J. Davis is a junior, although he hasn't played a ton and he tore his ACL and probably won't play at all this year. It is kind of weird that Trey Matthews, which who is a sophomore, transferred from Georgia. Um, I don't know. It's weird that he took his number. Maybe he took it because he was part of – Maybe they gave it to him because he was part of the second, probably the second biggest play in Auburn history. Um, but anyway, uh, also 13 days is the 13th best game in the last 30 years in Jordan-Hare. Today was the 2009 West Virginia game. I'm sure that's high up there in everybody's favorites. It was a downpour right before the game. It caused a delay. The students never left. I never made it to my seat until after the delay, which meant I was stuck down in the concourse with a bunch of sweaty people who had been sweating since 8 o'clock that morning. It was a 6 o'clock game, I believe, or maybe 6.45. And people had been sweating, and then that turned into rain, and then it was just everybody mashed together in the concourse, and it was nice and smelly. Then they finally let us out, and West Virginia kind of ran all over us a little bit. Noel Devine uh, ran a few touchdowns. Uh, and then Auburn came back, as you know. But I put – this is probably the longest entry of this entire 30-piece countdown. I, I noticed today because it was from the 2010 countdown, so I only just had to copy and paste it over. But it was long, so go read it. I have the whole game on there, and I have a highlight video that Auburn put out to the Credence Clearwater Revival Classic. Have you ever seen the rain? Um, so not a ton of news. There was no practice today that I know of. I don't believe there was, and there was no media availability regardless. Uh, the only kind of two things to talk about, um, one, you know, we talked yesterday about Byron Cowart tweeting some displeasure at most likely Rodney Garner and how hard he was being on him, uh, where Garner, you know, likes to break them, break the big dogs down and let them know, Hey, I don't care if you were number one, um, but it almost kind of sounded like Byron knew that was happening, knew that was his, knew that was Garner's goal, and he still didn't like it. Like he wasn't being taught, he was just kind of being berated. Uh, but whatever, three or four hours late, maybe six or seven hours later, Cowart came back and said it was a mistake. He loves Auburn. There's nothing wrong with Auburn. Because, of course, like the Atlanta Journal Constitution wrote about it and acted like he hates Auburn. Uh, but he was basically just frustrated from practice at one coach. Uh, but Byron came back and pretty much swept it under the rug and or whatever you want to say. He he blew it out of the water. He got rid of it, basically saying that, you know, I'm all good. He said it was a freshman mistake, a rookie mistake, uh, and everything's all good. I wasn't worried about it. I knew it was one of those frustrated with practice things and whatever. But, you know, every – football player in the history of the world has probably thought this. It's just now everybody in the world knows about it because sometimes they'll tweet about it. Uh, these aren't new developments and new frustrations that 
that these players seem to be having. It's just now that we know now we know about them. We knew about them when Duke was tweeting things a few months ago, and um, and, and now we know about Byron and other players. I don't know if they should regulate Twitter. I think our players should be held responsible for it. Clemson completely disallows any kind of social media, which I think is wrong. I think it's wrong to do it all. Uh, but I think there should definitely be some policing. I, I'm pretty sure every, maybe not every coach, or, or I'd say I'm pretty sure every player, there, there's a coach or two or an analyst or two, they've got alerts on their phone, so when any of them tweet, they see it immediately, which is why Byron's tweets were deleted pretty quickly. Um, so nothing, there's nothing to do with that. That that's over. Um, the only other kind of major news that came out today was the a pre preseason AP poll was released. I'm sure all of you were waiting waiting for that. I just had to see what those people who never played football thought about teams that have not played football yet. Uh, but Auburn was ranked number six, which doesn't really doesn't really bother me. I guess. I mean. I've kind of bought into the hype a little bit, and you know everybody's kind of high on Auburn, high on Jeremy Johnson. There's still a bunch of people out there that are they're like they're kind of saying, "Well, what has Auburn really done? They lost five games last year. Now they've got a new quarterback. Is Will Muschamp going to fix this in one year? All that kind of stuff." Uh, but that being said, there's still you know. The right, the SEC writers picked Auburn to win the SEC. Sports Illustrated picked Auburn to win the SEC. Uh, there's still a lot of hype out there. So when I see six and I see Alabama at number three above them, I still I kind of feel like that's a snub, basic based off of everything else uh, that has been said this offseason. Um, you know, when Auburn won the national championship in 2010, they were ranked number 21 at the end of the season, and I had a hashtag that was 21 to one, and it ended up being right. I, I tweeted that the day the AP poll came out, and they went from 21 to 1. So I felt really, you know, it, it's kind of perspective thing. Back then, we didn't really didn't know what to expect, and nobody was giving Auburn any praise. They had no idea what Cam Newton was going to do, and they ranked Auburn number 21. And I was like, eh, whatever. And now Auburn's ranked number 6, and I'm finding a reason to be slightly bothered by that, and that's just because of the level that I think Auburn should be on, that Auburn has been on. For uh, you know, 2013 and some of 2014 until things fell apart. Um, so I guess that's kind of a good thing that this bothers me. I'm, it's not me just being a homer. I just think, you know, Auburn should be top five all the time. They, I mean, whatever people want to forget about Auburn history, that's where Auburn should be. They're a top 15 team in terms of championships and wins and all that. But you know, that top 15 doesn't necessarily mean you can't be top five all the time. So if we if we go down, I'm just going to go through the, the top six. Um, I might skim through the rest of the top ten just to kind of talk about the teams that are ahead of Auburn. Um, so number one was Ohio State. Obviously, they got every single first-place vote. Uh, I didn't – I expected that 100% because they won the national championship last year and they have a lot of people coming back. Uh, not – to sound like a complete idiot homer, but I'd like to remind people that that same Ohio State team lost to Virginia Tech last year. That Virginia Tech team uh, was tied with Wake Forest, one of the worst teams in the history of football, going into overtime last year, 0-0. Zero to zero. Um, 
yes, I understand things changed after Ohio State lost to Virginia Tech, but I guess are we just going to go back into those mid-2000 seasons where Ohio State was ranked number one, playing one tough game a year, and then getting beat out in the bowl game or beating the national championship game? Are we just going to – that's really what we're going to do. That's what's going to happen. Ohio State is always going to be number one until they get beat, and that's probably not going to happen because they are the best team in that entire region of the world. Problem is, they wouldn't be the best team in the, in the region of the, uh, this region of the world. They play Michigan, who has not been good in years. They play Michigan State, who's pretty good. But, you know, they're pretty good also playing the same Big Ten schedule. Uh, people are putting way too much on high State because they beat mighty Alabama. They had to come back, a pretty big comeback, to beat Alabama, and then they blew out Oregon, or, you know, beat Oregon. Who, you know, we don't ever really know how good Oregon is. We knew we thought Oregon was awesome in 2010, and Auburn barely beat them, but, you know, they kind of showed what Oregon would look like in the SEC. So, anyway, Ohio State, I expected it. I just think we might be jumping on this band. The the world doesn't want the SEC to be number one anymore because they're tired of talking about the SEC, and now we've got Ohio State back in their rightful, hey, we're just going to keep them up here until they lose, but wait, they won't lose because they play nobody. Um, and well, I'm, I'm, this one's going to be long unless I hurry up. TCU, they're a better Boise. The TCU's number two. I understand they've been undefeated. They were undefeated in uh, 2013, weren't they? No, that was Utah. They, they were almost undefeated in 2010 is what I meant to say. Uh, and everybody was talking about how they maybe should be ranked first. Um, they're, they're Boise, but better. I, they're, that team, again, plays in the Big 12. There's some decent teams there. But they're, they're like the new exciting, we're not Oklahoma, we're not Texas. So we're going to talk about TCU, just like Baylor, who is ranked number four. Um, I'll just go ahead and throw lump, lump them into the same thing. Yeah, Baylor scores a, top, a ton of points. Um, TCU is kind of the same. But they, you know, again, it's just like the new exciting Big 12, the new exciting non-SEC team in a big conference. Um, I don't, I'm not saying they're bad. I just think these they're giving them a ton of credit. Um, Alabama's number three. They have no idea who their quarterback is. Their defense will be fine, but their defense gave up 44 points to an Auburn team last year that had already lost uh, three. Um, so a lot of people are saying, why is Alabama number three? They're number three because their their name is Alabama. That's pretty much it. They're, they're getting the Notre Dame treatment. Uh, four was Baylor. Michigan State is the other team ahead of Auburn. Again, I said this earlier, they're good because – the same reason Ohio State's good. They're like the second team in the in the conference of nobodies. Um, I'm not saying they're not good. I don't know if Auburn would beat them right now. I have no idea. That's the whole stupidity of this preseason poll. We have no idea who's going to be there. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the five teams ahead of Auburn. And then after Auburn is Oregon, USC, Georgia, and Florida State. Whatever. Sounds about right, I guess. Um, I don't know. I hate preseason polls, but as everybody always says, it gives you something to talk about. And in my case, it just gives me something to be mad about in a fun, sporty way. Uh, but let me go ahead and end this. This is the longest one by far because I got on two rants. Um, so 13 days tomorrow is kind of technically starting the last work week before the <laughs> how am I going to say this? The last work week before the Working game week. That makes no sense. You know what I mean, though. It's the last Monday before the first Monday that has football in that week. Man, that's 
hard to say. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's it. Wow, 12 minutes. Okay, I need to end it. That's it. War Eagle. Bye.